Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition and episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Premier Streaming Network and, of course, the Chop Sports Podcast Network. It is Little Sturge, Dave Sturgeo, alongside the one and only America's fan, Keith Ernst. Keith, bro, how you been, man? I feel like it's been a minute. I feel like all we do is text lately. That's all we do is text. We talk to each other on Facebook, and I look at your generic Knicks post that you put up. <laughs> Listen, man, those kind of things. I, I was and you ignore my you ignore my Dak posts, which I, I, I we'll talk about that. I don't know if I, did I ignore your Dak posts. I feel like I, I don't even know. I don't know what what post you're talking about. Even I, I'm uh, totally. <laughs> Totally taken off guard uh, because I, I don't know if it's either to argue with you or Pat Volkmer. I don't know which guy I should uh, pick the start and fight with. I'm not a vote. He's. But you don't fall for it. I, I try to pull you in. Sometimes. I know you, you do. I know. Listen, I I know your ways. <laughs> I know you and your brother. Like you guys both know the little nuances that like trigger me a little bit, and I just try to figure out yeah. like, all right, how do I avoid this without like throwing my fist through a wall. Um, but I do well. I think I do well by, by not <laughs> by not catering to it. Um, but anyway. A uh, uh, you know, last time we spoke um, was just after the Super Bowl, as a matter of fact, and we were talking about we we spoke a little bit uh, after that as far as the um, expectations for what we wanted at twenty six in the draft and the free agency and what we were able to do. Like obviously, the it's not breaking news the Cowboys bringing in a guy like Brandon Cooks and a guy like uh, Stephon Gilmore and stuff like that. So that's all well and good, but then. The draft happens, and obviously we're, you know, me, you, and, and your brother Brett, we're, we're all talking throughout the, the draft process. It's mostly me. I feel like I was flooding your guys' text box on every pick, like, oh, this is what we need, monster, here it is. You know, so yeah. I, was definitely, uh, I was definitely more involved in, in the draft process um, as it got closer. So we'll go over the picks. We'll see what we like. We'll see what we don't like. And then obviously the NFL schedule dropped, and uh, we have a lot to uh, go over with that as well because – you know, from from what I see, I mean, I pick out the loss. I don't think we lose any games. <laughs> so that's just me. <laughs> so, all right, Keith, you're watching the draft. Yeah, you're watching the draft, and you see that what we wanted was – I mean, all right, going in, did you have like a, a – besides the obvious, we'll get into uh, your boy at the end of this uh, – at, at the end of the draft. But before we get there, in the first round, did you have any aspirations of what position you wanted to have and grab? Defense, defense. I know I, I don't mind. We went nose tackle, defensive tackle. I didn't care who it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I just want to build around Micah Parsons. Yeah, and that's that what, is our best chance of winning a Super Bowl. And that's what they did. Um, they decided to take Mozzie Smith out of Michigan, a big boy, um, set all sorts of records for uh, the 225 bench press. He's a strong, strong guy. He's he's definitely the guy that's going to plug the hole in, in the middle. And I think that one of our biggest bugaboos last year was the run defense. Man, you know, like we we how much time? How many times do we spend? Uh, how much time do we spend on talking about? LVE or somebody making a tackle nine yards down the field last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we all know that uh, 
our last Michigan defensive player who took <laughs> Mr. Taco Charlton in the first round. Let's not talk um, about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, hey, look, he's a first round pick. I don't want to bash him. He's, I think he's still in the NFL, isn't he? I think he's got a Super Bowl ring with Kansas he's City. <laughs> so. He's not what we thought he was going to be. No, no, and and, and, uh, and we, you know, he kind of was what I thought he was going to be. Not little Sturch, if you see his tweet about Taco <laughs> with Ta- Taco, Taco Charlton, Taco emojis everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, he was so happy. I was, but, I was, uh, dude. I'm thrilled about every pick. Who am I kidding? I, I can't even. I, I can't I, even. I can't, know, even, I can't I, even pretend I, to defend to it anymore. Credit, yeah, to the Joneses' credit, and we've talked about that. They they're really good at drafting. It's not that. Even Jerry said it's the, it's our coaches. They never picked the right coaches. <laughs> he you said know? that. He, he said, said that, that right to Mike McCarthy, right to his face. He's like, yeah, no, it's the it's the coaching that really bizarre is our biggest bug. And it's like McCarthy's like, sorry, what the fuck did you say? His reaction was great. Dude, it was it was it was priceless to say the least. He was like this. He was like, remember, he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> He's like, thanks for that. <laughs> oh, big Mike. He's gonna win a Super Bowl this year. It's gonna be great. Uh, anyway, so we uh, we stay uh, in Michigan actually in round two. This was a little bit of a head scratcher. A lot of people weren't really aware of who this guy was, or I mean, people knew. If they're a draft people, you know who he is. He didn't fall in the top like three of your tight ends that you would prefer uh, because Dalton Kincaid, the Bills jumped us. I don't know if that was the plan. There was rumors that that was the plan. If, if the Bills didn't come up over us in the first round, Dalton Kincaid was going to land in our laps, and that was going to fill the Dalton Schultz void. Um, but it didn't happen. So when you're looking at the rest of the tight ends, there was a Michael Mayer out there where I liked. He was from Notre Dame. He gets drafted by Vegas. So now it's coming up to your pick, and we're like, okay, well, it can't be a tight end because the two are gone. But the Cowboys put the swerve on you, and they draft Luke Schoonmaker out of uh, Michigan to play tight end to join a very, what I thought was already a deep tight end room without Dalton Schultz. And do you feel like this is just adding to something that we didn't really need? Yes. I, d- I did not like that pick. Um, I mean, I just felt that once again, we could have got a, 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 in the second round, got another defensive player, you know, that could have, cause we have Ferguson. I mean, we have, we have, you know, we have people at tight end. It was never been, and we're pretty good at, you know, get, uh, it just seems we're pretty good at grooming tight ends regardless. Yeah. I mean, you know, like we, I can't remember a year where, and I know we had Witten for so long, but I mean, maybe the David LaFleur years. I mean, you know, we even tried to make a worst, we even tried to make a project out of Rico Gathers <laughs> for a little while. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. We tr- exactly. but we tried. Exactly. You know, we tried. Um, but yeah, so well, that was. I do a- have a question though. Sure. Without looking, you ready? I'm going to ask you, and you got to answer within three seconds. Go for okay? it. Okay. Go for it. Who has a longer ne- uh, last name, Vanderesh or or Schoenmaker? Schoenmaker. Am I right? No, I was just asking. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Vander Ash's V. I don't give a shit. Uh, but yes, that's a very wise question, very deep, in depth. Um, well, we, these, are, these are the kind of questions we post on this show. It's very, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So we get back to defense in round three. And I think that this kid, just based off of what I've seen, like the only uh, red flag that I saw was that his missed tackle rate was a little too high for my liking. But they draft linebacker. Demo- uh, the De, Marvion Overshown um, out of Texas, and look, staying home, local kid. Um, the highlight reel is definitely one to you know take a look at. I really think that this kid's got some talent, and in a in a linebacking room that isn't as deep as we'd like, considering the fact that yeah, Van Der Esch is out there, but he's like one bad tackle away from like a stinger for a couple weeks, and then you have like 
the Anthony Bars of the world that I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. And the fact that Micah Parsons, there was rumors that we were going to move him to full-time DN. That's already been debunked. That's not going to happen. Um, but, you know, I look at this pick as, as a depth need because like, you do have a couple of the guys coming back from injury last year. You know, Jabril Cox will be back. You know, so they do. they are deep. Um, at linebacker, so to add this kid, I feel like it's it's a definitely a role player. No, it's a former safety. Well, you know what? It's funny you bring up Jabril Cox because that's how I look at this guy. Mm. If you watch Cox's highlights and I watch his highlights, both went to really good schools, LSU for Cox. <laughs> but <sighs> you know, it's, it's one of the <laughs> but it's one of those things where when Cox was was healthy, he wasn't out there. <laughs> It's just so easy, bro. Come on. I know. It it's it's very it's very it's very important to have a healthy Cox out there. To be honest, very healthy. Yes, very healthy Cox. They gave him, you know, when you know when he wasn't, they gave him some Viagra to get going. So, in any event, they go. Yeah, it's one of those things where he was healthy, and we still didn't see him. He barely got any time. So. He was uh, he was a little banged up. Same kind of linebacker. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I do like the fact that they went back to the defense in this round. I do. Um, again, just just based off of everything that I've seen already out of Dan Quinn and what he's done with some of these players and what he's been able to morph some of these later round guys um, on his defensive front and secondary too. Um, I, I truly believe that every defensive player that he's bringing in here, he has a purpose for it. Like that, every, we we kind of established this already, Keith, and you know, with Brett too, that there is a Dan Quinn mold, like a player that Dan Quinn wants. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like we're just going to take a shot in the dark. But he 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 picked uh, Cox too. Yes, yes. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like there's a mold to this. Like everybody had either if you're in the secondary, you're long and you're lanky and you you know, you can get up and grab a ball. Um if you're a linebacker, you can move side to side and you're quick and you're a hybrid. You know what I mean? So think about it. The only traditional linebacker we have on the team right now is Leighton Van Der Esch, and he's not a Dan Quinn pick. You know what I mean? So that's just to give you a little context with that. Um, in the fourth round, they get Simi Fajoko's cousin. <laughs> There's no actual relation. Uh, but Valimi Fajoko from San Jose State is another defensive edge rusher that can be added to the rotation. I don't know. Look, again, you want to get excited about fourth-round picks, go for it. Dak Prescott was a fourth-round pick. Um, but when I look at this kid, it's for me, it's going to be hard for him to see the field unless they have a very, very deep rotation because – you do have Dorrance Armstrong. You do have uh, Demarcus Lawrence. You do have Micah Parsons doing his thing. You do have um, uh, Dante Fowler that they brought back. You know what I mean? So for him to see the field in a rotation, that might mean, like, if we see a lot of Fajoko on defense, that means somebody's hurt, no? I mean, that's, that makes sense? No, it does. Yeah. It does. And and I didn't – is that the same last name as, as Simi? Yeah, Simi Fajoko. As a receiver? Yep. Same guy. Are you are you fucking are, are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> why would I lie about that? I know, but I, I looked at it. and I'm like, no way. That last name is that popular without someone being related. It's not. I like think when, when he got when he got drafted, met a Fajoka in my life. When they, <laughs> same. There's two on the Dallas Cowboys. Right <laughs> same. But when he got drafted, Simi went out there and tweeted like, "What's up, Cuz?" But like, I don't really actually think. I mean, maybe down the line, like eight times removed. Who knows? But like, you know, down the bloodline of the Fajoko family, <laughs> you know, like there might be some relation. You're, literally, you're the only Sturchio I ever met. There's like, like three that there's plenty in New Jersey because obviously that's where my family's from. But like, um, there's also there's another 
Dave Sturgeo, by the way. And it's not my father. Like, my father's David Sturgeo, but there's another David Sturgeo that I'm like, wait, <laughs> hold on. And he found me on Facebook. We actually yeah. had a conversation one time. And I was like, what is it? Turns out he's actually my second cousin. Like, he's like my my dad's. It was my dad. No I forget how to do this. My dad's. My dad's dad's brother. So his uncle's son. I don't know. Whatever. Twice removed. Who gives a shit? But all I know is there's another Dave Sturgeon. Not as cool as me, but he's out there. So um, so basically, we got we got this defensive end that we know my brother is going to murder his name because <laughs> he murdered the receiver's name. What so, about him? I'm his I'm his game time decision today. By the way, what is that about? As if he's yeah, like a as if he, as if he's like a, a popular traveling comedian or some shit. Like he's busy or something. You know, like what the, the whole thing is is that. What do you mean? I might be a game time like. Bro, first of you all, know. receipts, receipts, I'm bro. I'm your schedule. I, I'm your schedule. Receipts. Ready for this? Uh, sorry. To, I, I literally said this on Sunday. Sorry it didn't work out, blah, blah, blah. Also, Ben DiNucci signed with Denver. <laughs> so that was like an exciting thing. But he goes, I'm available this week. That's it. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. And then yeah. here we are on a when, uh, Tuesday. And he's like, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, cuz. But going back to the Fioka kid, mm-hmm. I, I watched. All I know is his highlights I watched. And his highlights looked really – I know highlights make everyone look awesome, but I was very impressed because I never heard of him before. Right. I was and very impressed with his athletic ability. There was one play where he kind of sacked and stripped the quarterback at the same time. Mm. It was fucking dope. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see, man. We'll you know, we, see. Like, we don't know. Nobody knows. We really don't know. Um, after that, in the fifth, we have a comp pick. We use it on a seam. Richards out of North Carolina beefing up the tackle position on the offensive line. I don't hate that considering the fact that – you know, A, he might not make the roster, but B, you know, how many times are we sitting there like, oh, we're thin here because, you know, big tree fall hard and Tyron Smith goes down. You know what I mean? So it's, it's good to have some depth on the O-line, obviously. Um, so I don't hate that pick at all, especially later in the fifth round with a comp pick. So, like, right, whatever. We're talking about O-line. We might as well talk about knitting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's just fast forward then, okay? Because That's there was true. a guy. There was a guy that Keith Ernst, of all the people in the world, and I've talked to a lot of people throughout the draft process, a lot of people, and not one person, not one person mentioned this guy's name until I said on Twitter, and I'm Keith, you, I, whether how active you are on Twitter or not, I said, what about this guy, right? And people are like, oh, yeah, I'll take it. I'm like, okay, cool. This guy's name is Deuce Vaughn. Now, Deuce Vaughn was touted by Keith three days prior to the draft and said, hey, this is the guy that I want. And I'm like, okay, first of all. And I'm looking at, like, all the mock drafts. I'm like, this dude, you know, he's not being drafted until the seventh, maybe not drafted at all. Well, turns out there's a little bit of a connection. Uh, his father is is one of the head scouts. First of all, an emotional, emotional moment. If you've watched the video, I'm sure people have. It's probably millions and millions of people who watched that video. It was great. His dad got to call him and say, like, you want to come to work with me on Monday? And he's just like, let's do it. So Deuce Vaughn is being drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. And now, technically, if you think about the roster, Tony Pollard is still on the mend. He's coming on back, right, He's from that injury from uh, the, the San Fran game. Outside of that, then you have your guys that we were all about last year. Um, in uh, which, well, well, I'm drawing blanks right now, but the running back room last year with Zeke Elliott. Willis. Who? Malik? Yes, Malik Davis. What did you say, Willis? Davis, yeah. <laughs> Him too. Yeah, Davis, and then also uh, Rico Dowdle. Rico, right. So there was a couple running backs on the roster already that were like, all right, you know what? If it's Tony Pollard. And then these two guys, we should be all right. I don't know if there's any size to this. There's no bruiser early down back. Zeke was cut. 
And now we're like, all right, what do we do? So they bring in Deuce Vaughn, and from everything that I've seen out of this kid, and this is something that, again, Keith, you sent me the highlight reel to watch prior to. I'm like, this little dude's got wheels. You know what I mean? Like, this this guy is shifty. He's fast. He's explosive. He's got breakaway speed, which I know Ke- uh, Brett is a big fan of. Um, the breakaway speed of this guy could lead to some big plays. And what I see when I see this is I see all those years that the Eagles used to burn us with a guy named Darren Sproles. You know what I mean? So that guy all of a sudden was just uh, wreaking havoc on the uh, you know from sideline to sideline, just making people miss and shifty. I mean, look, you you got what you wanted. How happy are you that Deuce Vaughn's a cowboy right now? And same school, by the way. They both went to the same school, Sproles and and uh, mm-hmm. Vaughn, mm-hmm. Um, Kansas State. So. By the way, I, I, that that text, I know I texted again three days earlier, but uh, if you scroll up to about a month, I said it again then, too. No shit. All right. I have definitely have to do that. And, and I, I just, look, I watched Kansas State a lot this year, um, only because they had one of the best seasons they've had in a while, and I could not believe how well this kid ran. And mm. when I say, I mean, I was watching it live, man. I mean, this is these aren't highlights. I bet the burst and the vision – and the moves, dude, that this guy, bro, he makes one LSU guy literally lose himself in the middle of the field. He broke one against Alabama like 90 yards. Now you're you're talking about you're talking about a guy that everyone's saying is too short. He's not big. I don't care. When you got talent, you got talent. When you got vision, you got vision. This kid has it. Now, I don't I, I don't think you can be an everyday back at that size in the NFL, obviously. Probably not. Probably not. You can't, no. But what we're going to be using him for, man, I'm telling you right now, and I'm calling it now, I mean, he's a great story. Turbin will not be on the team next year. He is going to replace Turbin in punt and kick return duties. Interesting. And when he does, you, we have been missing this aspect for I don't know how long. We, we thought, thought we were, we thought we were going to get him with Turpin. <laughs> yeah, and we I mean he, he did okay. He didn't do bad. You sure, know, he's he a pro bowler. Pro bowl. Yeah, he got into the pro bowl <laughs> because pro of bowl. where he came from and he's a Dallas Cowboy. Sure. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I still can't get over the Washington game where he tried to catch the ball with his face mask. <laughs> yep. On the punt. But uh-huh. besides that, um yeah, uh, uh what Deuce is going to bring guys, I, I I can't tell you. I, I'm I'm so friggin' excited to see him in the plays. Now, this is kind of, which I know it sounds crazy, but this is somebody Kellen Moore would have fucking thought of some, maybe some crazy <laughs> shit. true. You know, I know McCarthy and, and Schottenheimer are the, you know, are, are these masterminds we're all talking about. I mean, that's the only thing that gets me a little, that's, that's getting me a little scared about our offense. So, so I will say this. The one thing that stood out to me that you said was that the highlight reel was not only just a highlight reel, but it was a highlight reel against some big schools. So it wasn't like he was just running all over, you know, uh, Bergen Catholic over here. You know what I mean? Like he was absolutely doing work against some of the biggest programs in the country. Absolutely. And not only that, when he's doing that against them, you got to think his O-line is no, and I'm not shitting on their O-line, but, you know, they're not the highest uh, the highest recruited O-line either at Kansas State. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not Alabama's offensive line. That's not – I mean, he's 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 doing a lot of this on his own. I mean, it's it's exciting, bro. I can't – I mean, I'm – like I said, I stopped – everybody, I stopped watching highlights of him before the – like a day before the draft and during the draft because I thought someone else was going to draft him. As soon as we drafted him, man, I, I went right back into him. 
because yeah. I'm watching everything. I, I was so excited. So excited. And it seems like he's already a darling already uh, early. You know, um, there was there was like everybody was like, oh, give him 22. How do you feel about that? Would you have given him 22? Not at all. Not right, exactly. <laughs> See, nah, I was like, why is that even a conversation to be had? Like, oh, you should no, do him 22. Numbers are stupid 12. now. I'm like, no, stop. He's 12 status. He's Stallback. Emmett Stallback status for real. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I'm with Aikman, that as well. Aikman, they haven't given Aikman out either, you know? So. They have not. They have not. I think I think the only ones they actually didn't give out so far are 8, 12, and 22. Everybody else has been touched, I think. Even, like, the ones that I thought that, like, obviously 88's been passed around like nobody's business at this point. But it's just like, you know, there's a lot of – Again, Randy White, you know, that went away. Romo was given away immediately to Turpin. Yeah, um, and I'll tell you the one that shocked me the most when I was a kid is I couldn't believe they were so quick was Dorsett. True. 33 away like that. True. I when I, when I, in 2007, ready for this? Do you know off the top of your head, you freak? <laughs> you might pick this one up. 2007, I worked with the New York Giants. Everybody knows that as an intern, right? Trying to make my way in this crazy world of broadcast media. There was you a thirty. You were such. A oh spy. yeah, I was. You, I, did I tell you what happened when I met To when he came in? No. Oh, dude. So, I'll just tell you this real quick. So, um, it's halftime of the Cowboys Giants game, right? And I go into the back. It's a little cold. I think it's like a December game, and I got my. They gave me NFL Giants gear to wear, so it's just like, ugh, you know, you feel disgusting and dirty. Yeah. And well, so, so to, I get it. I, yeah, so you have to for your job. And I'm in the I'm in the break room trying to get like batteries for the cameras and restock for the second half. And the Cowboys are up at this point, and I'm walking towards the middle of the uh, like the 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 alleyway, not the alleyway, the, the t- entrance tunnel, right where the Cowboys come out. And right in front of me comes walking up. Terrell Owens and Patrick Creighton, and they're right in front of me. And I look right dead in T.O.'s eyes, and I go, finish this shit. And he's like, what? I'm like, I literally looked at him. I'm like, I'm with you guys, <laughs> right? And he's like, and Creighton's like, all right, then. And I was like, yeah, go get this shit, though. And I got real pumped up, and then, like, I saw my boss. I was like, ah, fuck out. <laughs> Just, like, walked away. That was the cool, one of the coolest moments of my life. Uh, getting the, what, was the, what was his reaction, T.O.'s? T.O. was like, he went, like, literally, like, in a he's like, what? And I was like, finish this shit. <laughs> I was like, finish this game. And obviously, the rest is history. We all know the Giants went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Uh, but, again, I should have got a ring, by the way. I'm, 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 uh, I'm the Giants for not giving their interns rings. Uh, but anyway, so we're talking about a jersey. Yes. So the number, the number thirty-three was an active Dallas Cowboy in two thousand and seven. Can you name that guy? Number thirty-three. Number thirty-three in two thousand and seven. Terrible with this. Uh, with numbers. Um, was it? Uh, You're never going to. It's defense. He was a defensive back. He's a defensive corner. You're never gonna get. If you get this, I'll eat this hat that's on my head. <laughs> like, 2007. 2007. Is it? Um, I mean, look, my hands are free, so you know I'm not. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna really digest this hat. I feel like. <laughs> no, I, I want to say. He's a lost cause. It wasn't like he made any impactful plays. I don't. I, maybe he made oh, one or two. Teams. Maybe. Oh, man, is it? It's not Anthony something, is it? No. All right, what is it? It's Nate Jones. Nate Jones! Damn it! Oh, 
in nature. He wore 33 that year, and I was like, I even felt some sort of way when I saw. I I, I I saw him in warmups, and I saw the 33 on him. I'm like, this just doesn't, you know. Like, um, I saw him warming up, and then I saw like Julius Jones like warming up right in front of him and Marion Barber and shit. So that was an awesome experience. Or was it Felix at that time? I don't remember. But anyway. Back to what Deuce, uh, obviously Deuce Vaughn, great pick. We're excited about it. Now, picks are fun, right? You're putting the team together. Um, you're looking at this offense. It's Dak Prescott. It's now CeeDee Lamb, a healthier Michael Gallup. They bring in Brandon Cooks. Now you have Jalen Tolbert, hopefully in the fold, maybe. And you have uh, just different – we lost Noah Brown. The playmaker is no more. Um, we do have Simi Fajoko, who hopefully can catch on. There's your offensive weapons along with the tight end room we were talking about. The running backs, Pollard, Deuce Vaughn's out there. The guys we mentioned before, Malik Davis, Rico Dowdle, we'll see. Little itty-bitty rumors still floating around that Zeke Elliott might be brought back. Um, with Listen, it's going to be cheap. You know that for a fact. He ain't coming in there making some big money. So if this dude wants to play in the NFL, because right now what you're seeing is nobody wants him. Nobody has sniffed this dude. He hasn't been brought in for a visit. He hasn't done shit. So I don't know what they're waiting for. Um, That's crazy. It is crazy. I don't understand that at all. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea why nobody would want Zeke Elliott on their team right now, even for fucking morale at this point. The dude is a gamer. You put him in the goal line situation, he's going to score a touchdown, and that's why I think the Cowboys may lean on bringing him back. You know what the problem is, is... If he was any other running back in the NFL, and say he had the year that he had last year, he may have been picked up. It's just everybody looks at his first year or two and like, oh, well, he's not doing that. It doesn't mean he's still not a great back. Yeah, I mean, and look, you know he saying? might, he, he may have lost a little bit of his burst, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But there was times, but there was times. I believe it was like game one of 2021. Ooh, sorry about that. Were you still there? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, game one of 20. It was like a screensaver as if there's a program not running right now. Um, so game uh, one of 2021 against the Rams, he made like four defenders miss on a jump step. Like, so there was still juice. There was still things available for Zeke, but I'm not going to get into all that. Let's get into yeah, the schedule. Obviously, you said that they were building, uh, building around the defense. So hopefully what I'm reading is that there's no doubts in most critics' minds or people that are in the know that are saying that the Dallas Cowboys shouldn't have a top five defense this year. You know, from what they had last year and then you build on that. They didn't really, if you think about it, they didn't really lose any pieces. They brought guys back and they drafted. If you think about it, I'm trying to think off the top of my head of guys that just like walked out the door, and I I don't I mean there was a I think Hankins was a big one that we lost, but then we replaced him with Mozzie Smith, right? So like you get that, but then Wait, like Hankins, where did Hankins go? Uh, I thought he was still on the team. Houston, or am I thinking of somebody else? Who they get in the trade no, with the Gifford, Raiders? I know we lost Luke Gifford. We lost Luke Gifford. Now well, Luke Gifford really didn't play much. He played the special teams role, but yeah, like. Yeah. Um, in any event, I don't think we lost a lot of players. In fact, we're getting guys back. Jordan Lewis coming back. Anthony Brown coming back from injury. Yeah, then you add yeah. a Stephon Gilmore. Then you add year two of Deron Bland. So, like, all of a sudden, defense looks pretty damn good, yeah. you know? And the safety room has yeah. always been good. We brought – oh, that's another one. We brought back Javon Curse with a nice de- – J. Ron Curse with a nice deal. Um, so, I'm excited about the defense. The schedule, we'll figure it out. Week one, let's just run down it real quick. Let's see if we could do a quick – Win-loss, win-loss in May, right? And then we'll redo this, obviously, as the season gets closer. Um, I'll jot down some uh, some win little things here just to see if there's any wins. Um, all right. Week one at New York. Dak Prescott has owned the Giants forever. Does he own them again, Keith? Well, you know, it's funny because uh, you look at that game, right, and you're like, God, 
all you're thinking about is is the it's is the um I'm sorry uh it's what is this? It's Sunday night, not Monday night. Sunday night football, yeah. Oh, I thought you said Monday. On Little Starch's birthday. You think of last? <laughs> you you think you think of last year's Sunday night debacle against Tampa, which was awful, just awful. But every other time he's played the Giants, like you said, hasn't lost him since his rookie year. Um, I like. I think our defense is going to come out and nah. I like us winning this game, man. I do it. But I, I think the Giants. You know, last year I shit on them all the time, but. You know, I think they're one of the one of the better teams in the NFC right now. You know what's funny? The top top fifty percent. You say that, and I got people within my circle here saying that the Giants are going to regress. Like it, it's not a it's not a foregone conclusion that when a team does the unexpected, like what the Giants did last year, nobody expected them to be a playoff team, right? And they and they got there and they get a playoff win, right? And you're like, holy shit! Like, where's this coming from? Nine times out of ten, yeah, the team's getting a little better. But sometimes there's, there is some instances where these teams just like they get ahead of themselves. And right now, if you look at that Giants roster, top to bottom, they didn't do much for Daniel Jones. They drafted a kid, and, and I am well aware that that's a crapshoot. Saquon Barkley just turned down fourteen million dollars, so he might not even play on the franchise tag. So they got to figure something out with the running back situation. They did add Darren Waller. They do have weapons, I guess. And Daniel Jones just got paid, so. Careful and tread lightly there. When guys get paid, all of a sudden they just disappear. So we'll see yeah. about that. Anyway, let's give them a win uh, to start off 1-0. Now they go home and they open up their home schedule against our good friend Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the New York Jets come into town. Aaron Rodgers is there. They're a much, much better team with him. Their defense is good. It's a young team. But it is a... Um, like I said, a 425 game of the week type situation. I think Romo and Nance will be on the call. You know, it's Aaron Rodgers. Can we break this curse? Are we going to beat Aaron Rodgers in Dallas this year for the first time in what feels like forever? If not, I don't think they've ever done it. So, You know, it's 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 crazy because, yeah, I think that they beat us. I do. Because I think what I think, I think the Jets have, uh, they always have a good defense, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think we're going to, I could see, Maybe a Dak Prescott game similar to um, the 49er game. Mm. You know, something where I, I just – I think we might slip on offense. And this will be a good test for our defense, though. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, but right now, since I haven't seen the, our, our defense, you know, the, the new defense we're going to have, mm-hmm. I'm going to say we lose. But if we do win – it's gonna be what I, it's gonna be us building around Parsons and them just stepping up when our offense slips. I this hear is that an offensive slippage game. All right, so we got a one and one record. I'm just gonna go with your record. I'm not gonna go with mine. So it's just you know one and one according to you. Uh, week three at Arizona, which by the way will not have Kyler Murray. It'll probably be Colt McCoy. It's in Arizona. I think the Cowboys slap this team. I don't think Arizona is gonna be any good to be honest. I think that they're gonna have a little bit of a culture shock. Um, Clearly, DeAndre Hopkins is still there, but I don't know if that's going to still be a thing by the time the season starts, to be is honest. Kyler Murray injured? Kyler Murray tore his ACL. Yeah, he's out for the first, like, three months of the year, dude. Or wow, two months. Right. I think I think yeah, late, I, I late, think late October is what they're saying, that he might come back. Yeah. So that should be a win for the Cowboys. The Cardinals are not a good football team. Um, yeah. That, that should be. Then the game that I might actually be at, um, I was hoping Brett would be on the show today so I can talk to him about the plans, but week four, home against the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick coming into Dallas. Um, it's a 425 game. I think, listen, 
much like I feel about the Arizona Cardinals, I think that Mac Jones is not the answer for the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are going to be very good. I understand that last year they went through a little bit of a coaching lull where like they didn't know what to do with like certain coaches on the team, who was calling the plays. Nobody knew what the hell was going on. I don't think they've righted that ship just yet. I think this is a learning curve for Bill, and I think he gets put to sleep in this game. I think the Cowboys take this one. I don't know about you. I don't know, man. Like you said, it's Bill Belichick. He's coming to the Cowboys. I mean, we've never we, we've never beat them in this stadium. We know that. Last game was the Brandon Whedon game when Romo was injured. Uh, before that, we were at Texas Stadium. Well, before we, that, we beat him in a walk-off fashion in, in Foxborough. No, not in Dallas. Though. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, isn't that the know. isn't that the famous picture? The isn't that the famous time. picture that uh, Brett has behind his head when he's on the show? Dude, <laughs> the last you ever remember Beetlejuice when they shrink the head? Yeah, <laughs> what happened to this guy behind me? Um, so I want to say, and I'm not good. You see, my hands are here. Here I go. Mm-hmm. I think the last time we beat them in Dallas was the year the Patriots went to the Super Bowl with Drew Bledsoe. I want to say that was '96. Year was it? I think that's the last year we beat them in Dallas. Okay, hold on. So we I'm, haven't beat them. If I'm right, we haven't beat them in Dallas in almost 30 years. Let's see if I can find, uh, uh, what is it, like history? I guess history would be the, the word I'm looking for. Yeah, all right, so here we go. The football database. So let's go back to, all right, so the last time was obviously uh, the Cowboys um, won in overtime, was right? This is the Patriots? Yeah, yeah this stuff this is the Patriots. So the, this was so the last time in Dallas with a, with a loss in Dallas. With the last time, yeah, we beat them. <laughs> in Dallas. Shit, 1996. There it is. Boom. <laughs> you, know sick. Was, you know, you know, it was you know what's crazy about that year? We also beat the Packers, right? So the Packers and the Patriots played in that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It was the first time ever where a team beat both the AFC and NFC champion team. That just shows you how good our team was. And that was 96. So that was, yeah, that was the year after, that was the year after we won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was the year we got pounced by Carolina because, uh, Uh drunk ass Kerry Collins, right? Irving got hurt. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so do you have a win over the Patriots or what? Um, yeah. All right. So we're three and one, according to you with the only loss coming at home against the Jets so far. Then, Sunday Night Football, once again, we're going to the Bay Area. We're going to San Francisco in a rematch of the divisional championship round. Uh, the Cowboys are taking on the 49ers. I don't know what to make of the 49ers right now because I don't know who their goddamn quarterback's going to be. It's either going to be Brock Purdy, it's going to be Trey Lance, or it could very well be Sam Darnold. <laughs> so that could be a thing. He's on the roster, and both of the other quarterbacks are, as of right now in May, they're not ready. So like we're making picks here. Sam Darnold more than likely will not be the quarterback in this game. Can we go to San Fran and avenge the loss and the ugly, ugly loss that we had last year? All right, so I'm going to switch something real quick. We're okay. losing to the Patriots. Oh, what the f- fuck, man? We're going right. to lose to the Patriots, but we're going to bounce back and beat San Francisco. Okay. All right. I, I like that, and that's yeah. a big NFC win, so that's good for us. Um, so that's There's f- already talks that we've lost two home games. Two. Okay, yeah, that's... That's true too. That's I that's some... being a Dallas Cowboys season. <laughs> so all right. So within five weeks, we're four and one with our loss to. I'm sorry. So we're three and two. We're three and two with our losses to the Patriots and the Jets. So two AFC East teams will beat us over. All right. Yeah. So now Monday Night Football the following week, which I'm assuming that you'll be at. Uh, the Cowboys visit the Los Angeles Chargers um, at SoFi. So that's interesting. Um, 
they're a I team. Will be there, yes. Yeah, you would assume that. I figured you went last time. Yeah. Um, the Chargers are a better team, obviously. Um, I think pen the paper. Justin Herbert is just one of those guys that are just he's a dog, and he'll he'll he'll. This might be a shootout. I think. Um, I don't know. Hard to call right now, but on the road in L.A. Monday Night Football. I don't know. For me, it spells disaster, but I don't know about you. Well, you're you're missing one key point to this whole game, one key factor. Oh, you're going to be there. Not only that, there's another one. Your, your brother's Kellen going? Moore. Oh, oh, oh no, shit. That's right. Yeah. Kellen Moore. So you can look at this two ways. Mm. You can look at this two ways. Mm-hmm. McCarthy and, and uh, uh, not McCarthy, um, friggin' uh, Quinn practiced against his offense for so long it's that true. he'll know how to defend against it. Or the opposite. Kellen Moore knows exactly what our defense does. Yeah, that's true, and too. And he's going to abuse it. That's what it comes down to. Who's the smarter coach here? That's going to decide the Dan game. Dan Quinn is. I, I lean Dan Quinn on that. I go tra- I go, I go. Cowboys, too. But, you know, I could see I could see Dak having a good game in this game, too, just to prove a point. All right. So let's let's just give him the dub. All right. We'll give him a four and two start going into the bye week seven. So four and two. Nothing nothing shitty. Two AFC East losses. I guess the bugaboos here are the fact that we can't get a win at home. <laughs> Not yet, at least, or, or at least that yep. good at home. Um, speaking of home, there's some home cooking the following week um, as we get off the bye to take on a Rams team that you would have to assume is not as shitty as they were last year, man. Like, it's just, that's just, that's just, let's call it how it is. They lost the Stafford's yeah. back, but they're going to get Cooper Cup back. I don't know what the hell they're doing at running back right now. Um, Obviously, look, the Aaron Donald's still Aaron Donald, but this game's in Dallas, so it's a one o'clock game, which you know we've historically have struggled in um, getting these boys up and ready to play at one o'clock, uh, which is very weird. Cowboys Rams one o'clock just doesn't seem right, but anyway. So, so this is this. I'm sorry, that's 10 a.m. by me, right? Uh, that's gonna yes. Yeah, yeah, that is weird, right? For a Rams game, I just I don't yeah. know, but to me. I give them a win. I think they're a better team than the Rams right now on paper, and I think they execute at home and finally get that home dub. I don't know about you. Yeah, um, I could see. I could see because of the stigma of the the home thing that's going to be going on. Mm-hmm. We can't win a home game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a frustrating game, uh, but I could see us winning in the end. Okay, for our first home. Well, Seven games in, we're five and two. Um, but here comes the ever so popular NFC champion. Philadelphia Eagles at Philadelphia on November 5th. Um, I mean, to me, I, I think the Eagles lost a bunch of pieces on defense that nobody really wants to talk about. They're always talking about what they did do at the draft, and they did slaughter that draft, trust me when I tell you. Um, so if I, if I, in my mind, a split with the Eagles would be ideal, and at this one they probably, they, they probably lose. You know, I, I look at us being uh, – I look at the Eagles needing this game more than us at that time. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, sure. That makes like, sense. Like we're already a game up on them or something like that. Okay. So maybe they already have like three losses or something like that. So I see the Philly coming in and just, you know, we, we give a fight, but we lose. Taking care of business. All right. We're five and three yeah. uh, heading into our second and final meeting with the New York Giants. Remember, we beat them on night one. Uh, they come to our house at 425 in the afternoon. Um, this is a... Um, a Fox vehicle. Oh, no, this is a CBS? Fox, I don't know. There's no more rules anymore, so they can just put, be put on anything. Yeah, um, weird. It that's is so weird. weird. So the Cowboys and the Giants, the Cowboys are 5-3 and three heading in. What do they do with the Giants? Are we sweeping them out? Are they coming to our house and beating us? 
Yeah, I mean, we just, that's what we, you know, we we pretty much, Dak owns them right now, and there's nothing else. Until they prove us otherwise, right? I mean, you have to just yeah. assume that they can just keep beating them. All right, so they're 6-3. and three. They're heading in to play Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers um, after that in Carolina, which is another, again, not a familiar matchup. We don't play the Panthers every, you know, it just feels like we don't play them a, not, uh, a lot. Um, but, again, a 6-3 and three record heading into a Carolina team that, Frank Reich is the coach over there. Um, they're doing good things, you would assume, uh, with the with the with the acquisition of Adam Thielen. Um, you know, they might be okay. I think the I think the Carolina Panthers are in a in a, in a division where they can win some games within the within the division. Um, but I don't know. How do you feel like the Cowboys could do at Carolina? I, I just don't. I don't see this defense losing to a rookie quarterback. I, I don't either. I don't either. Okay, we're on the same I page don't. there. Seven yeah. and three heading into the old. Um, Thanksgiving Day game against the Washington Redskins, Commanders, whatever the hell, football team. <laughs> they got those guys with new ownership. Daniel Snyder's been shipped out officially, which is nice. Um, so, to me, Thanksgiving, division game. The last time we played <laughs> the Redskins, uh, Commanders on Thanksgiving was not fun at all. Um, I feel like that was just, it was brutal. I didn't feel right, didn't feel good, but I think they avenge it and they, and they get that win. Yeah, they ran all over us. <laughs> When they played us there last, um, I would say that uh, here the, the thing about this game too, it's you look at Dak, okay, and he's looks like he's going to be playing against Sam Howell again. You would think <laughs> and I'm Sam Howell, <laughs> and I, I just I, I don't I, I can't I, I don't I cannot see us lose that once again. Our defense will not lose to Sam Howell, unless Dak throws four picks for touchdowns or something like that. I'm, something I'm with you. I mean, our defense played actually excellent in the last week when we lost to them. Mm-hmm. That was all on Dak and the offense mm-hmm. they, they, and our, you know, just, they were awful. So, but I would say, yeah, we're going to, they're going to bring that up that week and all that kind of stuff for Thanksgiving. And I think we win. Okay. So we're eight and three heading into Seattle. It's back-to-back Thursday night games. Uh, this one's actually home. Um, so that one's we're we're going home and home after the after the Thanksgiving day. We're not traveling, we're staying home for a seven day rest. This is actually working out really well. And th- and I'll show you why in a second. So after the Thanksgiving Day game, they come back and they play Seattle. Seattle played over their heads last year. Geno Smith obviously won uh, you know, comeback player of the year or whatever the hell. Um he listen, they added another receiver over there in Jackson Smith and Jigbo from Ohio State. So they're gonna they're gonna be throwing the ball. They even at they even added a, a running back on top of Carson, so they have some they have some weapons over there. I don't think they trip up here. I don't think so at all. Um, I like the Cowboys to win this game too. I don't know. Seattle. Yeah, I do too. I, I like I like the matchup with them with us. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think we we should win that game. So sure. now, so now the Cowboys are nine and three, and here comes a ten day rest because they won't play until the following Sunday night against the Philadelphia Eagles in Dallas. So that's that's a big stretch right there. If we can rattle off three wins in a row, even Carolina, that could be a very big stretch for the Cowboys down the backstretch of this season. Um, but the Eagles, again, they lost the first game, according to us, at Philly. If the Cowboys are in a situation where it's week 14 and they realize that the, the division's in sight, you know they might rally up and, and beat the Eagles here on Sunday Night Football, which would give them their 10th yeah, win of the us, year. I, I, see us, I see us jumping all over them. All right. So... 10-3 yeah, and three after 14 weeks. 
Then, this game I actually thought about going to. It might be a, I don't know if I'm out of my mind to even try to go here. At Buffalo, at the end of December. It might be an absolute shit fest of weather. Um, but I, I, I don't foresee it. It's the Diggs versus Diggs. It's Josh Allen. It's Dak Prescott. It's a great game. It's going to be marquee and sold in the highest rated game. It's going to feel like the Super Bowl all over again back in 92, blah, blah, blah. Right? Uh, I don't think we win this game. <laughs> it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't look, feel right. Um, in May, it doesn't feel right. But, again, who knows? But I think the, the Cowboys dropped a 10-4 and four here. You know, it's funny because I don't know why, but I see – I could see Josh Allen having a bad game here. You put like enough pressure on the guy. Listen, his accuracy has gone down a little bit, just so everybody's aware. So. You know, I'm going to say we pull it off. Okay. All right. I like that. A little okay, revenge good. from the Thanksgiving loss. Yeah. We oh. Thanksgiving a few years back. All right. And then the, the backstretch the back of the season, week 16, we're 11-3 according to Keith. 11-3 at Miami. So in fun in the sun on Christmas Eve against my, the Miami Dolphins and Tua if he's upright. Um, and That's again, the thing, bro. Yeah. this is a hard game. Because I don't look. I think you know. I'm. I love Tua. I'm a huge fan of Tua. I root for him, except when he plays us. But I meant, um, you know, if if he's plays and I'm going to go that he's playing and he's healthy, and I think this is a loss for us. Okay. So now we're eleven and four. Step back. Eleven and four with the last two weeks to go. Eleven and four. They go back home Monday night football against the Detroit Lions. Now the Lions are being featured a lot this year. They're being featured on the, the, the legitimate season opener against the Chiefs. Um, they have a lot of primetime games. They've added some talent. They've shipped off some talent. Um, I mean, to me, if the Cowboys have to have it, they will get this one. If it's one of those like, hey, the division's a lock at this point, which I don't think it's going to be, you know, so this game is going to be tough. But ultimately, I think coaching wins, coaching matters. There's a youth movement over there in Detroit, and I think experience will kind of take over in this one. I think, I think. So Detroit's given us the, nightmares lately. The Giants. Hmm. I think the Lions have the same thing the Giants have. I think they have a really, really good motivator head coach. You know, I think Dan Campbell's doing a great job. This is where, in typical fashion, somehow we lose this game. This oh. is how I see it. So we lost two in a row. We're about to go to the playoffs. You may have even even clinched a wild card by now. At this point right now. Everybody's panicking. Everybody's panicking, including me. (laughs) You know, where this team isn't ready. This team isn't ready. I'm just just seeing the same fucking story right now. So I say we lose that game. So we just lost two in a row. First time we lost two in a row all year. Two in a row. Actually, well, you said, for me, that could be a three-game slide because I don't know if they're getting out of Buffalo. That's a tough... Tough sledding, literally and figuratively, <laughs> what we're going to be doing in Buffalo. Um, yeah. All right, so 11-5 and five going into the last week at Washington and Sam Howell and the Commanders, which I think is just, <laughs> come on, man. Like, give me a fucking break. It is- I, think, I, think, I think we put it on them, um, and I think we go into the playoffs, this time with a win, because we're not going to have a three, because people are going to be questioning us. It's kind of like um, two years ago, not uh, – Two seasons ago, and we played Philly the last game of the year, mm. if you remember. Yeah, we beat we the really shit out of them. We had a really bad game. I, I think it was against Arizona the week before. Yeah. We had a really bad game. And then we come back and just beat the hell out of Philly, 
that throws for six touchdowns and we go into the playoffs. Well, something like that. I think he broke Romo's record that day, and I was like, nah, I don't know if he needed yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So it's anyway, it's gonna be a game like that. So yeah. so, we so basically, down. what you're saying is that the Dallas Cowboys go 12 and five. And that's yes. and that's putting it lightly right now. It's May, so it's hard to tell. But here's my here's my question to you: Does twelve and five not only just win the division, but think about the NFC as a landscape right now? Can twelve and five get the one seed? You know what? It's maybe, but no. I think you got to have to have at least because they're, they're all playing each other. You got to remember that. Correct. You know? Correct. And look, so it's like you know, yeah, much like so much different well, last I year. Think, I think you need at least. I think I think thirteen and four can get you home field. Okay. So, but what I'm thinking, like, all right, then who's in your mind if it's not Philly because we win this division at twelve and five, or do you think it's Philly at thirteen and four? Because think know. about it. Think yeah, about the I conference, think, man. Like, where where is yeah. there a thirteen win team? Yeah, I don't know. It's out of it's out of, whoever whoever has that whoever. All right, put it this way: whoever, whoever wins our division will have home field. Okay, that's what I'll say. All right, makes sense. But again. Um, I'd rather have a buy. I just want to uh, buy. Of course, we have. I mean, there's only one to go around, so hopefully, we get enough wins to do that. So, in any event, yeah. it's May. Like I said, there will be another lull period of this podcast. We want to make sure that you guys are well aware that you know we're not going to be with you guys every week, considering the fact that there's nothing going on right now. Uh, training camp will be ramping up soon. Uh, I know they're going through the rookie mini camp, so it's cool to see the guys back on the field and work, putting in the work. Um, and obviously, you know, the the position battles will get better and. We'll dive into that when when that time comes. But it was it was finally time for us to get back behind the mics and get this recorded and put it out there uh, for the world to see uh, that the Dallas Cowboys will go twelve and five <laughs> as for Keith uh, in May. So we'll see about that. So and that's it. That'll wrap it up. With that being said, I haven't said that in a long, long time. For Dave yep. Sturchio and of course America's fan Keith Ernst, and of course on behalf of. A nationally known comedian Brett Ernst, who was the game time decision and a late scratch. Uh, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys?